I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems. Which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Hello, Cass. Hello, Karen, once again. I know. These Wednesdays come around so fast. I know, it's cool, isn't it? And the older we get, the faster they travel. <laughs> travel. I agree. I didn't mean to say that, but how yes, funny that I did. Yes, you did. And why is it funny? Because today our theme is travel bug. I know. Which you could think is two words, but we've hyphenated it. And it's actually one because we always like a one word theme. Once the travel bug bites, there is no known antidote. And I know that I'll be happily infected for the rest of my life. That was Michael Palin, who's a comedian. And he's actually done a travel show. And, you know, that's one bug that I don't mind catching. I know. I think it's a bug that everyone doesn't mind catching. But anyway, we have a beautiful guest who I'm so excited about chatting with because... I she have, is a travel bug. Not only is she a travel bug, she I've known her for about three years or so and I didn't even know half her story when she chatted to me last week. So I'm excited to explore it on radio. So I'm going to introduce our special Thank guest you. today. And our special guest is Sue Barton. Now, she's a lady who caught the travel bug when she was 17 years old. Travelling from Wellington, New Zealand to the UK with her family, she just loved the history and vibrancy of Europe, so much so that she went on to live and work in three different countries. I know. And I think they're actually different continents as well. Well, we're going to find out all about that. Yes. So Sue has experienced the highs of lows and lows of living an exciting Hollywood lifestyle in the world of film production. I know. You know all of this. Well, okay, I'm just go, letting sorry. everybody else know. Sorry. She's married to a TV director in LA at the age of 21, then struggling to make a living here in Australia whilst raising two children and building a career in the travel industry, Sue sees life as a travelling adventure of sorts, enjoying the moments of beauty, even when there is adversity, and through acceptance of it all, leading us ultimately to transformation and growth. Starting her own successful mobile travel agency business and planning to travel overseas with it is Sue's biggest adventure, which is happening now in her 50s. I know. Never too late. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. Thank you for having (laughs) me, ladies. I know. I'm so excited, Sue. So I guess we should start. 17. You went to the UK from the um, sort of the East Island of Australia called New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I don't know how many New Zealanders would like to hear that. (laughs) Well, do you know what? I actually went to New Zealand and I I met a couple of New Zealanders and she said, oh, you're from the West Island. And I thought that was quite funny. That is cute. That's very cute. Exactly. Yes, I did. I went at the age of 17. Actually, it was my father's dream to take us overseas and uh, we'd all had to go to work and save. So I was out of, uh, out, out of school working at the age of 16, saving up my $50 a week to go to England to meet his English family. So uh, he took us all off, going from Wellington in those days where there was really nothing much happening. Except to the wind. Yeah, <laughs> there was nothing happening there. To London and 
you know, to the vibrancy of London and, you know, seeing all this amazing busyness around me coming out of a tube station and seeing Topshop at the age of 17, I was just blown So was that away. like late 70s? That was 1980. I can oh, understand wow. why you wanted to leave Wellington. Yeah, there was no shopping. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still no shopping. Mm, it's good shopping, but and now they've got late night shopping, so that's yes. good. Not then, though. I had this time in uh, London with my family, and uh, at that time I uh, had uh, a boyfriend as well who decided to come join me. And uh, so I chose to live in London for about a year. And so work. your parents left? My parents went home. Oh, right. so you stayed on? And I stayed on. Oh. I don't think they were very happy about it because they weren't happy about the boy, actually. Is, is that the boy who you ended up marrying? No. And oh, okay. later on, I wasn't happy about that boy either. Oh. What, the one that you married? No, the one you travelled with. <laughs> no, the one I travelled with. Yeah. So, so... So do you want to expand? Oh, look. Just a typical yeah. boy look, overseas? Yeah, 17, you're pretty that's, young, you know. Yeah, pretty young and... Uh, Girls mature a lot more quicker than boys, so yeah, he, you don't have to yeah, look, much. He was a fairly <laughs> dominant character and uh, not so nice as it turned out to be. And so I did go through some time there of feeling quite isolated, living in the other side of the world with somebody who was actually quite abusive. Ah. However, that gave me some strength to yeah. see there's to always a gift if you look for it. That's right, to go on and do something else and to not put up with being treated badly by someone. So, yeah, we traveled around Europe a bit and uh you know, I ended up in Israel and and I ended up working in a in a desert while they were bombing the Sinai desert at that time. And uh, thinking to myself, holy heck, what am I doing here? I'm from Wellington. It's really safe there, but they're bombing down there. (laughs) So got on a bus and caught a bus and went back to London. And I had 30 pounds with me and a packet of biscuits. That had to last me for three days. And actually, I had 20 pounds. And then it had to last me to get to where I was going in the UK. So I remember this because the day I got on the bus, John Lennon passed away. And I thought, oh, no. Lucky that, lucky that yeah. you had family then in England, you know what I mean, to, yeah. as a base to come backwards and forwards from. Yes. Because if you'd only had 30 pounds and then you had to find somewhere to live as well, it would yes. have been a bit challenging. Yes, it was, yes. Um, well, I ended up um, leaving and going back to Wellington. But uh, I, although I was thrilled to get out of, uh, you know, a nasty sort of a relationship, it taught me a lot. And I couldn't settle in Wellington I had a stint as uh, a young girl working in the stock exchange, being one of those girls as a, you know, the stock exchange marker in those days, you know, you'd have all these men standing there yelling out at you, (laughs) you know, buy, sell, all that stuff. And uh, during that time, I met my ex-husband and he was uh, a commercial director. Okay, well... We're going to jump into a song now, which I think really goes well with this, and it's one you've chosen, Sue. Sue's actually chosen all the five songs today. Okay, and this one's by Randy Crawford, and it's called One Day I'll Fly Away, which just fits in so well with what we've been talking about. Exactly. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 or 90.3, your community radio station. Lovely song. 
Yeah, thank you for that, Sue. So thank resonates you. with you in what way? When did you first hear it? What, what does it mean to you? Yeah, that song is a sort of sad song for me, but it was a, a big crossroads. Um, it came at a time of a big crossroads, I should say. So I remember hearing this. I was sitting on a, a, at a bus stop, or a, yeah, it was a bus stop in, in London, and it was freezing cold, it was winter, and I just had this horrible relationship and I was, I was felt stuck um, and I was saddened and I felt, you know, I needed to change my life otherwise I was going to end up staying there and perhaps in this terrible relationship and, and it'd do a lot of damage and I heard that song and it just... Wow, it was sort of dreaming. It was, you know, one day I'll fly away, I'll get out of here, I'm going to start my life, you know, live your life, that sort of thing. So mm. It's like the universe giving you a tick, a little, yeah. a little pathway. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. So for me, even now listening to that song, it takes me straight back to being that young girl sitting there, no, no real family around really. Yes. And I didn't tell people about the abuse, because that's what happens. I kept it all to myself. So it was um, a strengthening song for me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. isn't that beautiful that yeah. you get strength from it? Yeah. That's lovely. So you said that you um, went back to New Zealand and you met your uh, another boyfriend who you ended up marrying. Yes. So where did he take you, seeing that's all about travel? Right. Well, then we uh, – well, I was uh, – I had the travel bug. And uh, and so did he. Um, and uh, we decided that we would go live in Australia. But... Because he's Australian? Because he's Australian. Right. But we decided to go the long way round. And we'd go around the world. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> and he actually had a successful production company in Wellington. And these are the days of... Um, Gosh, apartheid, you know, we'd just be marching against apartheid. Um, the film directors that were coming up were uh, like uh, Peter Jackson, who, you know, I was marching next to. He was, you know, a nerdy boy, just come out of university in those days. And, you know, uh, Roger Donaldson, who went on to make lots of movies. So Wellington was thriving with the film industry. And we'd done some really good work. I'd by now got into a bit of film production as well. I was working for an advertising agency. And, you know, we were having fun with it. But we decided we'd, we'd go to a bigger country or yeah. we'd yeah. make a change. You'd have to try it. And we had to try. Yeah. So off we chuffed to the US first. Um, and uh, he had some friends in Minnesota and so we decided to buy a car. It was probably the cheapest way to do it, buy a car and drive across the country. Oh, Route 66? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we ended up in uh, Minneapolis. And, um, you know, it was really nice um, being around these um, friends and making new friends. And um, even though it was cold because we kind of arrived just before winter, it was, it was a fun place. This was the time of Prince. Yep. Yeah. You know, Prince, this was his, t his town. The start, yeah. You know, you could go out into any nightclub and Prince would be there. It was an oh, awesome wow. time. Wow. And um, I, uh, I started working um, 
for the Mary Tyler Moore show. I was going to say, I, I was going to say that Minneapolis. Thank you. Always think, I always think of Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. So they had done the Mary yes. Tyler Moore show. It kind of finished. It was the late seventies, early eighties, and so I worked for that production company, and I started to work also in an animation company just so I could oh, wow. get a little bit of um, knowledge and uh, I really, really loved that and that helped me later on as well. So what sort of things were you doing at yeah, the production company? I was going to say, company? how did you get into that? Was it just because, I don't know, oh, I guess he, my like, ex-husband yeah, got opened you the doors. In. Yeah. yeah okay. so, so what did you actually do? Like were you the tea lady? Yeah, were you I was, the, yeah. the, the, you know, the drawer, the what? Well, all sorts of things really. Um, we... Oh gosh, I remember. I have memories of um, being in commercials, doing voiceovers. I remember us starting the very, very first home show. You know, the home rebuild type show, the oh, renovating okay. shows. Oh, the right. very, very first one started in Minneapolis, so we did that. And that apparently is still going somewhere in the US. Oh, there's um, so many of them, and there's so many. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. Um, I did lots of different things. Um, but the interesting thing and exciting thing that happened then was that one day we were uh, listening to the TV and I was in the kitchen, I was listening, and all of a sudden we heard this jingle on TV and I thought, holy heck, what is that? That's the jingle for a commercial that we've just done last year in New Zealand, in Wellington. But we're sitting in Minneapolis. How can that be on the TV? Well, we had a black and white TV. Right, because we were travelling. I didn't think there was any such thing yeah. in America in the 80s. No, anyway. I know. Because we were travelling, probably got it from an op shop. We were yeah. going to invest in a colour TV. So we ran next door to our, our neighbour and she had a colour TV. As it turns out, he has just, it's just been announced in New York that he has won the best commercial director of that year in the world. Right? In the Unbelievable. world. Unbelievable. For this particular... And you hadn't even heard about it. Not, knew nothing about it. We didn't even know that the ad had been submitted uh, for the for the Clios. Anyway, look, after that, the phone rang. Mm. And the short of it was that he then got the phone call from a company uh, that asked him to come to LA and um, interview him. And next thing we know, he's accepted the job where... You know, getting back in our funny little Mexican car, driving all the way back to to LA, and we're working for uh, Christina Crawford, who was Joan Crawford's daughter, and oh, she had Mummy Dearest, done yeah. Mummy Dearest. Oh wow, that movie didn't um, show Joan to be a very nice lady no, at all. No, and the book. I remember reading the book. Yeah, yeah. So his career took off, and uh, he did a lot of uh, you know TV interviews and things were happening for him. And it was a very fun, exciting time full of celebrities and wow, exciting stuff. Right, that just leads us into our second song, which is our Australian artist for this week, Kaz, in mm. excess, Never Tear Us Apart. And I'm, I suppose you were probably thinking that at that stage as well. Yes. So yeah. we'll enjoy come back everybody. And see what happened after that. Okay. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. I love In Excess. Mm. Thank you for sharing that song with us today. Oh, thank you for playing it. Yeah. So what was it to you that made you decide to play that? Fly Away? 
Yeah, I think that line, if we all have wings, or if we have wings, we all could fly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a, a motivating song. It's just beautiful. Mm. He was beautiful. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was a gift. Yes, mm. he's very talented. The whole band is very talented. The whole band. Yes. So you're in LA now. And mm-hmm. your husband's career's taken off. And what about you? Ah, so now his career's taken off and I'm still working um, on commercials with him. But it's now got to a point where one day the producers come to him and say, you know what, you're a so-called Hollywood director and your wife's on the set working in production and really... Did you have any kids at that stage? No, not yet. Okay. And really, you shouldn't have your wife on set anymore because you're a director. You direct As a director, the wife should be at home. <laughs> no wonder that none of their marriages last. I know. <laughs> it's pathetic. I know. So I thought, oh, for goodness sakes, all right, that's fine. I was getting a bit bored anyway. <laughs> um, I then thought about what I could do. What did I like next best? Good on yeah. you, Sue, for going inside and finding that question. Yeah. Because a lot of us, we just get swept along and we don't actually take the time to go, what do I like doing? Yeah, because he was doing what he wanted to do. And um, really... So when in doubt, travel? When in doubt, <laughs> travel, yeah. And that was it. Kaz, that was it. I realised that I loved to travel and my family was in New Zealand and I'd like to go and see them every now and then. And, you know, maybe if I was a travel agent, I'd get really cheap fares, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I guess you had your parents back <laughs> and, in New Zealand. And I could go and see my parents. Yeah. That was the idea. Perfect. Uh, didn't quite work out that way. but Yeah, how often did you see them? <laughs> <laughs> Not often. No. So um, I'm too busy travelling, Mum. I'll come there. <laughs> yeah. And who yeah. wants to go back to Wellington? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah you, spent, I, you spent nearly 20 years there, so you don't need to go back there. No. So I didn't want to do that. So I took myself off to travel school and um, went to United Airlines and learnt how to use all the systems and then uh, got myself a little job. But... Because I had um, had this film production background, it just naturally started to make sense that I should work as an entertainment specialist. Yeah, because that's, I that's. knew how to move crews around, and I knew how to deal with the celebrities. I guess you weren't starstruck no. the way a lot of us would no. be. And I'm sure you've got a lot of funny stories that we can share off air mm. about some of the famous people in mm. the late 80s and, and when you were mm-hmm. there. Exactly. And I'm sure their persona is completely different to their reality. That's right. <laughs> yes. yeah, that's Which is right. good to know. It is, yeah. Well, I had a couple of friends that were really, really well-known actors and actresses and, and you know, it was... They were great people, but I just cared about them as people. Yeah. Yes. If you walk down the street with them, people would come up and get their autographs and you'd think, oh, that's kind of cool. After about the 10th one, you'd It'd think, be oh, that's really it's annoying. It's like now I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't really interested in that side. I was more interested in them. Yes. So anyway, uh, I started um, looking after um, various accounts and I guess, you know, net news networks and um, and also some celebrities. And at that time, it's the time now of LA Law, um, 
you dynasty. Know, yes, dynasty, and you know, working with a few people okay. that were you know episodic TV stars, that sort of thing. Um, so that was kind of fun. So already I was quite young, but I could see that you know this production background had value with what I was doing now. Everything leads to something else. Say, they, they all seem disconnected. But, all, but credit to you for jumping at each one of those opportunities that came. Do you oh, know what I mean? And just you. yeah, and just going yeah, I'm going to try this. Yeah, do this, do this. Yeah, and you, you never know. But obviously now it's all sort of gelled together mm. to give you your platform of not you know because you could have very easily gone into well, I'm just a housewife now, and you know become depressed and you know just stuck at home. But you chose no, no, I'm going to choose another career now. Oh, so absolutely. it is, but which is I, perfect. What I loved about you saying about the people that were your friends that were well-known celebrities, mm-hmm. I love the way how you were like, I'm just interested in them. Mm. Yeah, and I'm sure they real, appreciated that's that. That's what real yeah. friends are. It's not like you're looking inside, not just the package that's given to the rest of the world. That's right. The, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And um, I feel that way about everybody. Yeah. You know. And that's how you should be. Everyone has Everyone a is a celebrity. Everyone's a celebrity. Yeah, Everyone's exactly. important. Everyone's interesting. Yeah. Isn't it mm. wonderful when you meet new people and hearing their stories? Mm. That's why we like to do this show. Yeah. Yeah. To share To share stories. all stories. That's, right. yeah. that's why we don't even call it an interview. We call it a conversation. <laughs> conversation. Yeah. So um, after that, I'd had uh, my two children and uh, and now it's the time of live aid remember in the 80s yes. live aid so my ex-husband he'd be going off and working on and projects like that and come home and say god guess who I hung out with today and I go who while I'm changing a dirty yeah, nappy yeah like good on you <laughs> great and he'd say Robin Williams and I go oh Oh my god, I would have been so over the moon. I loved Robin oh, Williams. Wasn't he gorgeous? He was amazing. Did you ever man. meet him, Sue? Or not? I didn't. Yeah. No, no, I didn't meet Robin Williams. Oh, um, but yeah, it was sh- a real shame. I must admit, if I did, I would have sort of latched onto him and I wouldn't have probably. He would have <laughs> been go. dragging me around. Just to see what, what is this attachment to my body? Yeah. I've just <laughs> got just a just visual so of you hanging onto his ankles and him trying to walk along. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll go into our third song now oh right. <laughs> okay yes because we're just we're halfway through our show it just flies this show wow. and our third song is actually africa by toto so enjoy everybody welcome back you're listening to inspiring pearls of wisdom with karen and kaz on radio northern beaches 88.7 and 90.3 please like us on our facebook page Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. That was a nice, mellow song, listening to that. It so, is. So it was. Have you got any gems you want to share? I've got a little gem here, mm-hmm. which will probably lead into our next conversation with Sue, and it is, we travel not to escape life, but for life not to escape us. So mm. true. So true. Mm. Live every moment. Yeah. It is. Yeah. As we say many times, we do not have a expiry date on our birth certificate. No. So it's, you know, get out there. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. So, Sue, obviously you had a great life in LA. It sounded amazing and I'm sure a life that a lot of Australians and our listeners would love I'm to have thinking, experienced wow, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. What made you come back to Australia or come to Australia mm-hmm. in your case, you, your husband come back to Australia? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, in life, like everything, it's a yin and a yang. Yeah. And uh, we were at the end of the 80s and uh, there was a writer's strike. And it was really affecting people. And I had two children. I wanted to not live such a transient life. I wanted to set down some roots. Mm. So we decided... I suppose they were coming up to school age and things, they were. were they? Yes. So we decided to come to Australia. However, I'd been to Australia, but I didn't really know anybody in Australia. had no family. Um, so came to Sydney, and um, unfortunately it was a really disastrous move for him because there wasn't a lot of work. And it was a time of pull to- uh, excuse me, tall poppy syndrome. syndrome. So if you talked about America, if you talked about doing all these wonderful yeah, things... Yeah, in America people were going, yeah... Yeah, they don't cut you down. Yeah, or cut you down. Yeah, Yeah. there was that stuff going on, and so I um, then uh, was working full time, and he wasn't really getting much work. So were you living on the beaches? Yes, and in fact, then we went to live in Scotland Island. Oh, okay. Um, You know, which was a great place for my kids to grow up. That was another conscious decision. I didn't want them to grow up in LA at that time. So um, yeah, things were tough. Things were really, it was tight. So one extreme to the other. One extreme to the other. So obviously the money dried up. Yep, yep. Okay. All of that. And you were the major breadwinner? Breadwinner. Wow. What were you doing for work? I was working in uh, travel agencies, uh, then did a stint at Channel 9, uh, and I was working on 60 Minutes. So doing travel for 60 Minutes? Correct. Okay, yep. you yep. weren't like, you know, a producer or... Not travelling with the crew or, or no. anything like that. <laughs> so you were just organising to get them in and out of places? Correct. Wow. Um, so then after that, I went on to work with SBS, or they were one of my clients, and I worked on their account for many, many years. Okay. Probably about 10 years. And that so, was... So but the news crew or who? predominantly Dateline. Okay. So this was right through all the wars. Oh. Um, you know, getting the reporters in, getting them out. They get kidnapped. So get what's this, late 90s, early 2000s? Yeah, this is wow. 2000s, okay. right through the 2000s until SBS only a few years ago. has some amazing yeah. um, production yeah. shows on. Yeah. Incredible stories. You know, the Bali Nine. Yeah. yeah. The presidential elections. The getting George, um, you know, to interviews. Um, I feel quite um, honoured to be sitting in the same yeah, room with that's you, what I Sue, with all of the stuff that you're doing. Look, as done. I said, look, I didn't even know any of this about you, and, and I've known you for three years, and it's amazing. Aww. But what I think Story. is even more amazing is how grounded yes. you are, how aware you are. And you, you're just such a beautiful person. Aww. And as we like to say, your two best features really come out, which is your heart and your soul. soul. Yeah. Oh, thank you, ladies. Yeah. That's so kind. No, it's just it's factual. It's just factual. Yeah. It's just how you make us feel, actually. Aww. Well, you know what? You have to have passion in life, don't you? And I, yeah. and you know, I really enjoyed um, working with um, people who are out there telling a passionate story about the world. Mm. Yes. I wasn't that interested in the celebrities stuff, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, but that's good. Just the superficial stuff. I was interested in hearing about what things were happening as a result of the uranium drops in in, um, Afghanistan. Well, we're going to lead now into our fourth song because it's 
really, really, really flitting away our time, and it's just so cool. Really? Fly away. <laughs> <laughs> just like the time is doing. So enjoy. It's by Lenny Kravitz. Enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Well, no need to ask about that song. It's pretty mm-hmm. self-explanatory. That's right. Don't wait around. Uh, Sue, so we like to ask our guests all the time if they have a favourite quote or ritual that they like to do or anything like that. That's inspiring to them and could be to others. Oh, yes, absolutely. My favourite quote would be, live with no excuses and travel with no regrets. I love mm, that. Yeah, just get out and live your yes. life and travel and meet people and educate yourself and give to others. You know, yes. take something to them and, and you know, really s- sort of embrace their culture but take things yeah. that you can give to them as well, you know. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be overseas travel either. No, it can just be travel within Australia. Yeah, or, or even within the state. It's exactly. just going somewhere that's not familiar to you. Which reminds right. me of this quote by Carson McCullers. We are torn between the nostalgia of the familiar and an urge for the foreign and strange. As often as not, we are homesick most for the places we have never known. So true. It is. So exciting, so true. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Yeah. Oh, so Sue, so you obviously, you you, even back in Australia when you were the, you know, as you like to say, your your darker times compared Mm -hmm. to your LA times, Mm -hmm. you were still having a great, happy time. Yeah, great life. Yes. You know, great, exciting adventures and meeting interesting people and uh, taking a lot away from that. And then... And then you went into your own business. I did. I decided to go into my own business. I decided that I wanted to get out and see people, not just sit in an office, you know. You've got so much knowledge and so much... But you're a people person too. But but Mm. so many experiences Mm. that, yeah... Yeah. Perfect. So you've started a mobile travel agency. So what is that? Yeah, like mobile. I'm, I'm thinking of A, my mobile phone, or I'm thinking yeah. mobile as in moving around mobile. Sure. Um, so what yeah, is it? Elaborate yeah. a little bit. Well, I literally take the travel agency to you. I oh. go to your house and sit down with you and have my laptop and brochures and whatever else oh. I need to talk to you through building your dream holiday. And um, wow, it's so that is much so fun. cool because it's it's uh, cool because you have you still in the home when you've gone. So the brochures and the this and yeah. the that are in their lounge room. So the people are still living it and wanting it and but desiring I, it. But I, what I would like about that is that so, quite often you just want to go on a holiday but you don't know where. That's right. Um, whether it's in Australia or overseas or whatever, and then you might, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's cool. Fun. So, And with all of your experiences, yeah. I might say to you, well, I want to go, like when you were saying you lived in Israel, well, mm-hmm. I would have loved to have gone there, not mm-hmm. that I, it's on my travel plans mm-hmm. at present, <laughs> the yeah. way the world is. Yeah. But, um, you know, to see 
a desert, like the Dead Sea or, or whatever. I mean, yeah. Do yeah. you pick people's brains about what they want to do experience-wise do. and then choose a country and that type of thing? I do. Um, I just listen to my clients. Mm. I just sit down and listen to what they have done, what their dreams are. Sometimes they have no idea what they want to do at all, but I can see it. And because I guess I'm a people person and I love people and I um, can see what's inspiring them perhaps, I can match them up with a place in the world. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. But not only that, I want to share with our listeners, and we've shared it many times, that Kaz and I last year went to Uluru for four days. And I rang you and I said, we've probably about, what, a week's notice, if that? Oh, if that, four or five days. Yes, we're going (laughs) and we're going then. And not only did you book us and, you know, give us great suggestions on what to do, you also added a lot more advice that we required. We took on too. Yeah, Yeah. we took on and we required for the project that we were doing, the reason why we went to Uluru, um, and that was great because we would have just gone in there blind and we would have ended up offending offending the Aborigines, not intentionally, because it was part of my gratitude journal, the Earth Gratitude Journal, and Mm. we would have published um, pictures that we would not have been allowed to because they would have been um, sacred sites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you for saying that. No, it's an no, absolute it's pleasure. I get so much joy from having people go and live their dreams and then hearing about it. How, how oh, great is that? We just keep talking about it all the time because it was such an amazing f- well, five days or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, was... and you said, well, the, on the one, the second day, like we flew in the first afternoon and then the next day we were up at four Something and like home at ten. Mm. But it, for what we wanted to do for the four days, it was a requirement and we were fine. Mm. We put our feet in the in the um, bath oh. in the middle of it. <laughs> we <were laughs> had right. a few glasses of wine on our feet soaked. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was amazing. But you were just talking about um, when you were saying uh, putting travel together for people. For some reason, I just got a visual of trains. You know what I mean? Like the amazing train, train journeys, journeys that you can t- you can yeah. do and things like that. And if someone was a train enthusiast, then you would know the best rail routes to you yes. know to go to in whatever country for the best scenery and stuff yes. like that yes that's wow. right and then I'd find all that information do all the research yeah and so they don't have to get so confused looking online and because I, think, I have yeah, the that, contacts that's what I was say. Networks. a lot of people would say but I can do that all yes. online so why would I go to you mm. and mm. not do it myself because trust me I can see so many people getting into so many problems when they book online and when something happens like an airline is cancelling a flight and you're standing there with 300 people in front of you, knowing that by the time you get to that checkout, checkout, check-in, there's not going to be a hotel room for you in that town and they're not going to get you on a flight for two days. Okay, so so if if that happened to me when I'm overseas, would I ring you or email you and go fix it? That's right. So that's why you'd use an agent. That's right. Um, Not just that. We have great buying power. You know, I've got great affiliations and buying power. And I can give extraordinary experiences to people through those affiliations. And it's knowledge. You know, you wouldn't be a real estate agent necessarily when you're selling your house. You want to ask an expert and you wouldn't go and pull your own teeth out and you wouldn't cut your own hair. So, you know, you need advice. And it's probably going to cost you a hundred dollars more yeah yeah oh well why wouldn't you do it 
Oh, yeah. Well, that look, for, totally for me, sense. look, you, you, you know, I totally agree because I'm too, I can't be bothered looking online forever mm. and ever and ever. Yeah. Especially when you're going to different places, to have your flights. To try and get them to match up. Co- yeah. coordinated. When it's complicated. Yes. When it's I'm complicated, sure it there's be. a real need. Well, we're out. We're well, out of time. Okay. Well, for our listeners, though, um, how can they contact you? So we'll have a, a link on our um, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom Facebook page, obviously. But have you got a, um, mm-hmm. a website a web or an email like address or something? I do. Um, it's a bit of a long one. So it's uh, www.mtatravel.com.au forward slash S Barton. Excellent. That makes sense. Mm. I just loved having you on our show. Um, thank you. Thank you. Haven't we, Kaz? Yeah, exactly. And so one more last little gem for our listeners if they're travelling or got the travel bug, what would you suggest? Oh, my gosh, just do it. Go do it. I am going to take my mobile travel agency overseas next year for three months. I am just Perfect. doing it. Wow. Go do it. Life is short. Live it, breathe it, enjoy. You know, you're not here to just work, work, work. You're yeah. here to enjoy your life and learn. Thank you. I just want to add one little thing yeah. there at the end. Of all the books in the world, the best stories are found between the pages of a passport. That is perfect. And it, as always, leads into our final song, which is Happy by Pharrell Williams. And thank Thank you you so much, Sue. Thank you, ladies. What a pleasure. Yeah, it's it's been been fun. fun. And that's why we're playing Happy. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 or 90.3. If you've enjoyed our conversations today and you would like more information, please connect with us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. (laughs) Thank you.